This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined today by Gabriel Bringers. Good morning. And Robbie Payne. Hey, what's up, everyone? So a uh, couple quick things right up top here before we dig into all the uh, great Chrome OS news of the week. Uh, we kind of want to address the elephant in the room. Robbie's wearing flip-flops. <laughs> yes, I am, because it's 70 Are you? Sorry, outside. nobody gets that, but that's a big I deal around here. Ro Robbie waits all, all year, all winter long to break out his, his croc flip-flops. It's a... And it's, it's a very been big like, deal. it was it's what, time. 72 yesterday? Yeah. I took me and the kids and the wife took a walk out social distancing ourselves, and it was nice. Now it's going to be 44 on Saturday. It's going to be like 40 what, tonight. Yeah, whatever. The high, low, the high low for today was 69 degrees and 32 degrees, yeah, according I the, to Google. I had, yeah, I had the yeah. AC on yesterday. It was a little stuffy in the house. Yeah. We opened the windows. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was great. Craziness. So that's not the elephant in the room. The elephant no, in the room no, is coronavirus. And uh, yeah, so it's... Um, it's been an interesting uh, couple weeks, and uh, we have been working from home. Uh, we are together today, and we are just making sure to give ourselves plenty of space, and uh, we've all been self-quarantining uh, up until this point, so... Um, to be to be fair, you know, like we've we've all done the social distancing, like self-quarantining stuff, um, so it's been almost a week now uh, for mm -hmm. all of us, so we, we've... None of us are showing any symptoms or signs. Yeah. So, I mean, we, I we have a private office, so if we need to come here and work, we can. And then other, yeah. than, other than the necessity of grabbing something from the store, we've, 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 we're blessed to be able to work from home. We can. So, I mean. Yeah. The, the transition for us is pretty easy, honestly, because, I mean, for, for six months last year, I, I was working from my house. So, I have an office set up there. I mean, I'm, so were we, though, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you guys were over there too. It was a good time. It was a party. I was like, this uh, is, does that count? Like, can uh, I, can Robbie I and I have children though, so we have we have challenges that we have. Yeah, to exactly. Overcome, it's so like it's it, a, and I, I I think I think just kind of we don't want to we don't want to dwell on this, but you know, one thing that that we've been talking about uh, is just how Chromebooks and Chrome OS. Are are kind of a uh, what what was the what was the phrase you used in your one article whenever you were like uh, uh, huh. what was it the, the silver lining yeah, type kind thing of why couldn't I think on. of silver lining <laughs> it's been a weird week uh, my brain's all over the place so yeah it it huh. it's and it's even been more so since I wrote that article like I wrote that um, 
in in a bit of ignorance. Um, I wrote that article right around the time that the it felt like the the dominoes had begun to fall here in the U.S. And so I, I distinctly remember, and I feel like I'm going to remember this like the rest of my life. That that Thursday afternoon, we were all sitting here, um, and another one of we only have a couple coworkers that work up on this floor. Uh, and he came in and said, oh, did you hear they, they uh, shut down the NCAA tournament? And I remember being a little incredulous, just like, are you kidding me? Like, I get them saying no no crowds, but they're going to shut down the tournament? That's crazy. I can't believe they're doing this, you know. And, and then it just started, everything just started falling after that moment, it felt like. Uh, by, the, by the end of Thursday evening, it was just, we were kind of all reeling a little bit, like, what what is happening yeah. like, is this real and it, uh, you know and and since then so i wrote that article right in there so yeah. it was a, a a bit out of uh naivete uh a little bit and it's only the the things i said in that article have only those feelings about all that stuff is only getting stronger for right, me right. like my my child is nine third grade they use google classroom and so it's been really neat to help her because I, you know, I'm I'm at home. My wife had to work all the way through this week, uh, so I've been at home being the teacher uh, and also trying my best to do Chrome Unbox stuff. And but also being kind of, you know, my my son is younger, so he's it's more babysitting for him. Right, I mean, he's in pre K, but still, you know, basically it's been just saying yes to go play whatever video game on the Switch, um, but. <laughs> You know, kind of navigating all of that stuff and dealing with it. Um, what what's been really cool is looking at um, the way that they leverage Google Classroom at, at the school. Um, uh, Gabe's daughter also goes to the same school, uh, and I don't know that her grade level is leveraging it quite as much because I don't. I'm not sure some of the stuff that they would be able yeah, to do. Yeah, no, on they, it, but. yeah, they use a they use a lot of websites where they do they do tiered learning and stuff. But we actually got an email from my daughter's teacher last night saying they were getting ready to start moving everything to uh, Google Classroom uh, right now. Our schools here where where we are. If they're on a three-week closure they are discussing whether or not that'll be longer but uh that and i just want to give a, a shout out to the the school district here where we're at they weren't prepared for this in no, no. no way the day before they announced the closure they sent home a packet asking you know a survey for right. what, what people would be able to do school from home with computers or whatever and uh they've done an incredible job of getting the teachers getting their plans together and uh, my teacher is in contact with us every day uh we we have an app that we use i think uh, i think all the kids at the or all the parents at the school use it and there's just a lot of interaction between the teacher and the kids mm-hmm. and it, they've done a really good job but all of this hinges around the internet and being able to do stuff in the cloud. And it just reinforces what Robbie said that Google classroom and Google's products and Chromebooks were designed. It's, it's like we've prepared our whole life for this right. moment. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, just, it's been so good. Yeah. I mean, um, just being able to look at, you know, they, they laid it out at least again for, for our grade level and this kind of grid and a spreadsheet. We printed it. We have it on the table. I look at the day and here are the tasks that yeah. need to be done. And I let my daughter decide what she wants to do, but she opens her Chromebook. We logged her into her school account and you know, she knows her way around it already more too. so than us. Yeah. And, yeah. and she, she can just navigate in there and go, Oh yeah. So I'm like, do you know what this thing is? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, go do that. And it's 20 minutes of this and it's, you know, f- complete this task or whatever. And she can do it and click submit and her teacher gets it. It's turned in. She'll get a grade back. Like, it's all being done virtually. It's all being done on a Chromebook that she's using that I bought, 
gosh, back when I first started, I, this is way prior to which one she using? Uh, the the old white Acer fifteen. Oh yeah, so it's yeah. got that fifth gen uh, Celeron processor in yep. it, and that thing is still just getting along, and, yeah. and you know, and and she uses it, and it it's just been it's been really cool to see, and it's again we're looking at silver linings here. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I, I don't I don't want to continue on like this. I don't I don't want to isolate. I don't want to do all these things. But it's been so cool to sit back and watch, you know, not only every morning I wake up and I set my whole desktop up. We did a video about this, kind of this updated, you know, desktop in a bag. I'll set it all up, you know, and she'll wake up and come down and get breakfast and then open her computer up. And we're sitting there across the table from each other doing, you know, our quote unquote work. Right. You know, and while I don't want to homeschool like that part of that interaction has been super cool. Right. This and week, ju- so. just the, the fact that we know that in the situation that we're in, if tomorrow things worsen, God forbid, when, you know, things are looking better, uh, China, China, they're, you know, they're reporting no new cases. They've closed all the emergency hospitals. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, but it's good to know that if something else should happen uh, down the road, something different, whatever, if we wanted to go get a cabin in the woods that had electricity and an internet connection, we could continue yeah. to survive and do the things that we're doing. And, yeah. and our situation's wild. a little unique. You know, we don't manufacture car parts or work at a restaurant or right. whatever. For us, it's a little bit different. But as far as the kids and schooling, it can be done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So it's it's been it's just been interesting yeah. and trying in different ways. But also, I don't know. It's been a little enlightening to just to see where we are from a perspective of cloud-based yeah. stuff, cloud, cloud computing, socializing, yeah. you know, news, yeah. um, you know, there's so many things that I think, and again, most of this is tied to electricity and the internet. So, you know, as long as we keep those, that infrastructure of things up and we have food, you know, there's a lot of stuff that can get accomplished. Um, and I, yeah. again, I don't want to, you know, um, um, lower the importance of people that, that go and work at grocery stores or manufacturing places. Like if anything, I think this is, heightening the awareness of how important mm-hmm. those individuals are uh, where, where people didn't, you know, Oh, you work in a grocery store or whatever. Like, Oh yeah. They're super important now, aren't they? Right. Like, like I'm, I'm thanking people that I see working at Kroger. It's a, it's a, like, thanks a, for being here. It's a little humbling for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just maybe some perspectives that are changing that our and, country needs. And on the flip side of that, those of us that are in the situation that we're in that rely mostly on the internet for our, for our uh, means of employment and things of that nature. Cause Robbie and I have a extensive uh, history in the restaurant business. How many people just lost their jobs? Yeah. I mean, not t- permanently, but you look around the community and Rob, uh, you know, I know Robbie can probably speak for this too. Coming from a restaurant background, especially when you're younger, financial stability wasn't really much of a focus. Most no people in the restaurant business, the servers, the ones, the hourlies who are now out of a job, they're working just to make money to pay bills or buy whatever. Now they're out of a job. And those of us that are not in that situation can now look and, and it's hard to see these hundreds and thousands of people who now are displaced and they don't know what to do financially displaced, right. which can yeah. be just as bad as physically displaced. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a hard some, situation all around. Yeah, so. there's some there's some challenges, and it's um, you know we're obviously not out of the woods, and we don't want to <clears throat> probably spent longer on this than already than we wanted to necessarily because again we we talked before we even started uh, today. We don't want to make this entire podcast about coronavirus. It's right. all you're seeing probably in your news feeds. It's all you're seeing on the nightly news. It's 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 in your face constantly, and it's not that we don't need to stay informed. Like we need good information about this, but 
at the end of the day, there's other things as well. Mm -hmm. Life goes on, Mm -hmm. you know, um, things continue happening and we need that. Um, at first when this first started happening, my, my, I felt really strange. I felt like, you know, is it, is it wrong in the face of something like this to talk about a new feature that I found in Chrome OS 82, you know, and I struggled with it for a few minutes and I was like, no, it's, it's not wrong. It's, it would be wrong to say this is what matters and none of that stuff matters, but that's not what we're saying. It's just at the end of the day, after a few days of this stuff, yeah, I want to kind of log in and get my updates on where we're at. Is there any movement on more testing? Is there any movement on vaccination? Is there any movement on an antiviral? Okay. I saw it. I need to move on because it's so easy to get sucked into a spiral of doom and gloom and, and there's, there, there's so many positive sides and negative sides and all that stuff in this. And yeah, we need to deal with it and consume it. And, but then you need to move on and do something else. You know, like your kids, if you have kids, they don't need to see you sucked into a depression spiral because of coronavirus. If anything, there, uh, there are things happening right now that are worth thinking about and worth spending your time on. And, and we still think that, you know, Chromebooks and Chromebook development, all this stuff's going to be here after this is over. Right. Our lives are not coronavirus, you know, and, um, again, we don't, we want to be careful not to demean a, a serious situation, but at the same time, we want to also continue to do our jobs and give you all content because from our numbers, people are still looking at it. Yeah. People are still consuming this content. And so that means that they're probably looking for something other than viral Absolutely. stuff to look yeah. at. And so with that. Yeah. Uh, we want to move on. Yeah. Unless right. you guys have anything nope. else to add, nope. we want to move on and we want to talk about Chrome OS and Chromebook news and, yeah. and speak, stuff that we speak, talk about. Speaking of that uh, last thing, if you use Google discover on your phone, if you just click the little three dot on a coronavirus article and just tell Google, you don't want to see stuff about coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. You'll yeah, get all kinds it. of new news. It'll yeah, be exactly. great. Yeah. 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 There you go. So not, not to be ignorant to what's going on, right. but there's a lot if of getting, good news going on yeah. in the world related and not related to coronavirus. Yeah, if so, you f- yeah. feel like you're getting flooded with that content, that's a great suggestion, Gabe. Uh, Call Joe. He's in a good mood today. There you go. That's right. Uh, I think just stay active, stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, Move. Mental, yes. mental, yes. Uh, mental health is, is very important in a time like this. And, and like Robbie said, you know, uh, there, there's other things going on in the world. And, you know, don't, don't let yourself get in a downward spiral of thinking about this stuff because, you know, uh, I was I was talking with a, a, a doctor friend of mine, and you know, uh, a lot of viral conditions. Um, you know, one of the one of the main things they say is 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 keep your brain healthy, because you know, a viral condition. You know, you you, you need to keep your brain activity going and stay healthy, and and in panic and depression only fuels it, right? right. So if even if you are sick, like I mean that that's terrible, but. You know, just trying to stay healthy and stay active. So, um, yeah, moving on, moving on, moving on, folks. Enough about coronavirus. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Crazy stuff. Crazy time to be alive. I think we will all remember this for the rest of our lives. So, 100%. Um, so one quick meme that I saw that's so true. Uh, my wife showed it to me last night before I fell asleep. It said, uh, the coronavirus and its effects will be our, our kids. Uh, I walked... Uh, uphill in the snow to school both, both ways. ways like uh. that that will be the thing like you, you think you got it hard yeah i remember when i was young and i had coronavirus, oh, the, you know. the, the memes are the memes are the memes are good i mean we were just talking about it about your co-workers 
there's one that Gabe just pulled up. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. So it's it's got Woody. You only get this if you're from Kentucky. So. <laughs> well, not quick background. Our, we, our newly elected governor, uh, Andy Bashir. Uh, you know, nobody, I don't think anybody was like, ugh, gross. I don't like him. But, you know, he didn't have one feeling one way or another. He hadn't been governor long enough to yeah, know. Yeah, and not that he's not been a good governor. I think I think our last governor was disliked by enough people. Yeah, he was a bad governor. Yeah, he was. Uh but you know, we're not going to get into no. that. He's just but that's a lot of uh <laughs> governor truth. Bashir's weight came from the yeah. dislike of him. But and let Robbie continue what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, there. so yeah. Gabe just turned around. <laughs> <laughs> a meme and it's Woody from Toy Story you know where he's holding up his boot and it's got Andy written on the bottom it is so his a, name is our governor's name is Andy yeah Bashir. it says all Kentuckians right now because he has done, he's done an amazing job, job. Yeah, uh, amazing yeah. A, yeah one in a million chance I, that, that anyone that knows Andy Bashir will hear this and be like hey they shouted you out but in the event that, that he does he is yeah. doing a fantastic job Agreed. uh like I I, I'm proud to say that he's our governor. Our governor, yeah. yeah. And if and if someone or he does listen to this, if you would consider putting on a red sweater, we would love that. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's saying he, he's he, the he Mister. He's our Mister Rogers. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. and he does. He's doing a good job of, yeah. of calming people and yeah. and delivering good pertinent information and just doing it well. Absolutely, and making decisions. So, all righty. So moving on. Works with Chromebooks. <laughs> Joe, Joe's done. Like, oh, yeah. I'm giving him the cue. We let's, gotta go. Let's move on. We could talk about this for probably 45 minutes because there's a lot to talk about but we're going to move on we're going to talk about some chrome west news so uh works with chromebooks man this is uh something i i don't i don't know what i can say here but maybe we had some hints of maybe this was coming no yeah yeah, robbie wrote four months ago almost to the look it up it it was almost four months to it was like one day off so it was like the 16th of what was four months ago november december november november yeah no december yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. No. November. November. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, spotted an anchor, the Atom Power. Yeah, they're little bitty. Yeah, it's, it's a GAN charger. Yeah, it's a Gallium. It was man. one of the first Gallium, like, Gan namely, yeah, GAN man. Gallium. Now I can't say it. Ga- gallium nitride. Nitride. Thank you. At, in, in, La- in Las Vegas at CES, there was a Gallium man. nitride. Oh, you got to see it. Their booth, basically, it was the, the group that makes the internals for yeah. everybody that makes a Gallium nitride charger. All they are is it's just much smaller chargers that can output way higher wattage. Yeah. So you think about your big laptop chargers, you can get a, a laptop, a 45 yeah. or 60 watt laptop charger and something that looks like a phone charger. Yeah. We've got some little bitty lightweight ones around here that they were nice enough to give us that will charge a MacBook. Yeah. Like so nothing. But, flat ones are, but they had a race, a guy like you could race him. <laughs> it was like, he's like their superhero, was but he was wearing speed. a racing outfit. Like it was like, yeah. Hey, this, these, these charge fast is fast. what it was. Yeah. Exactly. And so you could race him and it's like, they had a whole big gaming rig set up with the steering wheel and he was in full race or garb but he looked like he was probably 15 yeah uh, he probably weighed 120 pounds soaking wet and was about six foot tall it's like speed racer yeah <laughs> and he had all this huge like <laughs> racing drivers yeah. and they, like, get, costume. they just referred to him as the gan man so yeah, i mean so that is stuck with we us. had yeah. we had fun with gan that. man gan yeah. man uh, uh anyway anyway <laughs> spotted at a best buy and it was uh the anchor Adam Power, yeah, the PD, yeah, it's the thirty, the thirty watt, yeah, I think, yeah. So, like, it's the size of like an iPhone charger, thirty watt chargers. So, not not relatively new product, but not a brand new product, and it's been out for a little bit, but 
this had a sticker on the back of it. Yeah, that was the first one. You would have never saw it had you not picked it up. We're going to do this, and we're going to stick stickers on these. And nobody could comment on why that was on there. It was just a new thing. It's like, cool, is this going to be a thing? And and then we didn't see anything for a while. Right, because there were rumors about it. I can't remember if we wrote about it. It might have been Denson. Somebody had mentioned that they were doing that possibly or whatever. So here's the sticker with the Chrome logo and in all lowercase letters and Google's font works with Chromebook. And there it was. We're like, cool. This is something that's been needed forever. We had even talked to a few uh, OEMs at one point in time about doing a Chrome Unboxed oh, Approves. Yeah. Well, because no one was doing it. Yeah, because like no one's officially testing that. You go on Amazon and you look for a 4K USB-C display adapter. There's a hundred. There's hundreds right. of like them. It's like cross your fingers and yeah. hope. How do you know if it works with a Chromebook? You don't, which is why we tried to test as much of stuff as we could, but we're just three guys and there's a lot of stuff out there and we're not rich. Um, and we can't get banned from returning things. <laughs> I mean, you know, anyway, so when Google did this, we got super crazy excited because this is exactly what Chromebooks need. Consumers should be able to go to Best Buy's website and click on a category that says works with Chrome OS or works with Chromebook. Right, and then just shop for accessories. Show all the products that are known to work with Chromebooks. Then we never heard anything else about it and it was gone four months. So just this past week or this week, Google made the official announcement. There's the brand logo. It's on the keyword. And now there's a whole team of manufacturers that have jumped on board. And the coolest part about this, I wrote an article this morning, Kensington has announced their products. Uh, the coolest part is that these aren't made for Google products like, right, like, like Logitech. the Logitech or like things that they make for the Pixel book and Pixels and all that stuff. These are just products that manufacturers already make. They've tested them with Chrome OS and they say, yep, it works. Because we know as Chromebook users, uh, there's plenty of peripherals, mice, keyboards. You plug them in, they just work. I mean, it's not a big deal. Chrome OS just works. They are the new just work. What was it Apple? Was Apple it? was. Yeah, Apple it used was. to be. It's us now. So they can take these products that they already make and slap a sticker on it and boom, it works with Chromebooks. So uh, Kensington announced their products today, but Google announced what is going on. The <laughs> they're working f- on, oh, the on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. So anyways, you've got, you've got Anchor, Kensington. Um, who else is on there? The Cable Matters. That's another yeah. huge yes. one because Cable Matters is all over Amazon. But there, there's probably a dozen or more and there will be plenty more. All, all it takes is them getting some manpower to say, Hey, try these products on a Chromebook and see if they work. Yep. And then, and then they can, can slap, slap it them. on there. Yep. So. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, I, I think an awesome initiative because again, it's not that these things, like you said, are, are new. It's not like they got to go make a whole new slew of products. All you gotta do is plug it in and go, cool. Yeah. Works with Chromebooks. Um, and, and hopefully over time it's going to save us a ton of uh, questions. Um, not that we don't like your questions, but there's so many times when we can't answer them, it kind of stinks. Um, and I'll, I'll have people reach out and say, hey, will this thing work? I'm like, I, I don't know. And apart from buying it and plugging it in, just like you would have to do, like, I don't I don't know how to say that, you know, how to, how to say whether it works or not. So this will take care of that. And it'll make it so much easier when someone's like, hey, I need a, a, a dock or I need, uh, you know, like mouse and keyboard, whatever. Like, I, I don't think I've run into a single one of those that doesn't work. Uh, but you know, adapters like display adapters, especially um, that, you know, it'll be handy once you can just go just buy one off this list and you'll know it works versus uh, it should work. Probably works. I don't know. You know, so that'll, that'll be nice uh, once it rolls out a little more widely. Yeah. And and so uh, 
the Logitech keyboard and mouse that we just uh, did a review of, I had to I, I hopped up to turn on the air conditioning. I don't know if you all talked about it. Did you talk about the Logitech? No, we didn't. Okay, just, so, ju- yeah, just mentioned it because it's made for Google as right. opposed to these works with Pluggable was the other big one which Ooh, we we yeah. tested. Yeah, yeah, we've tested yeah. a lot of Pluggable. Stuff. I had a Pluggable dock for a while. Yeah, we yeah. we have some floating yeah. around here. Um, so so what like why why why. Why is the Logitech made for Google instead of work with Well, Chromebook? the keyboard is a Chrome OS. It, Specific. Ha- it has the okay, assistant so that makes button. Sense. The mouse? It says it's got made for Google. It does, mm-hmm. but I don't and know And it's what on the packaging. Apart. It's not a sticker. No, yeah. it's, it's I think they, you know, partnered with them to make it. Made for Google is anything that is manufactured with a Google product in mind. So, and you can listen like if you it's a subtle change in the language. Made for Google. So, this is made for this thing. Or works with Chromebook. This is made for something else, but it also will work with your Chromebook. Sure. Like it's a subtle change in language, but it's good that it's clear. Like works with Chromebook, as we've said, can be slapped on like a, a retrograde. You can just, oh, well, that I didn't know that worked with, but sure, sure. So printers will start getting this label slapped on them. You know, display adapters, mouse, keyboard. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think it, a USI stylus, mm-hmm. you know, as they start rolling out, like that kind of stuff that they don't really have to. Th- go and work with Google. Like if it's made for Google, that goes through a particular manufacturing program and they got to talk with Google before they make it and work with Google to specifically design this thing. And I think whatever that process looks like, I'm sure Google has a lot of say and has a lot of uh, input on, on how those things end up being manufactured. And that has to be why the Logitech mouse and keyboard are so good. I yeah. mean, let's talk about so it for a second. Good. Yeah. Because I think it's worth mentioning because we, we did a video, we've put out that video. I'm still working on the, uh, uh, the kind of updated, uh, mobile setup in a bag. Uh, we'll be putting out that video hopefully this weekend, but the, uh, the Logitech is already out. So go on the YouTube uh, channel and check that out and subscribe while you're there. Because if you, uh, if you haven't entered to win our giveaway yet, we're about ready to hit 95,000. We're going to give away a pixel four. So yeah. Little yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm so shameless self promotion there. Go check that out. Uh, but the but but yes, yeah, so we we're, we're trying to still put out some content during this crazy yeah. uh, quarantine time. Um, and so we've we've put out this video, and I, I'll let you kind of talk about it. I mean, I uh, we we got a shipment in uh, from Logitech that are a, a review unit of those. I put that out for our YouTube members. Did little a quick unboxing of those. Um, but you've been using the K580 and the M. Well, no, you haven't been using the mouse, but you've been using the. No, I've been using both. Oh, you have. That's yeah, right. You so, bought you bought the mouse too. Yeah, so the so M355. Out of nowhere, um, I'm trying to even think why I did it. Maybe I just saw an ad for it or something. I was like, huh, I kind of forgot about these. And then I remember thinking, you know, we've we've been in touch with Logitech and. Um, it hasn't been the the most we, uh, well coordinated communication. We, we had a, we had a shipment that was sent somewhere else and then returned, and then they didn't realize it was turn returned, and so we didn't get another shipment yeah, sent back out. And so like it was it was weird. We just weren't sure when it was going to show up. Yeah. if it was going to show up. And for some reason, seeing that ad brought back you know us seeing it at the hardware event in October, and I was like, you know what. I looked at the prices. It was 50 bucks for the keyboard and 30 bucks for the mouse. I knew that we were getting ready to move into a potential time of, well, no, I did this before that. Um, I don't know why I bought it, to be honest with you. I was just curious. Um, and 
And so I went, oh, no. We've well, been I'd, talking about I'd that started, mouse. I'd started doing some stuff with an external mouse and keyboard on my desk <clears throat> right. as well. We had, like yeah, we had been talking about this mouse since the Google oh, yeah, because we saw it there, and it was like, oh, it's cool looking. Thing, yeah, it's, it's, it's real discreet. It's small. It's got a cool shape. It's very unique looking, and it was right there with the yeah. Pixelbook Pixel Go. Yeah. 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 And so was I, cool. I, was, I remember that's what it was. I was, because I posture, yada, yada, yada. It's trying to, you know... If if you sit forward in your chair, like you can you can make yourself sit forward with your you know shoulders back and make sure you have good posture, but that lasts for about sixty mm. seconds before you kind of meld Slump, into the forward C lean, shape. Yep, um, and it's it's super bad for people with low back issues like myself. And so, getting myself out of that position more often, like I bought a new chair that has really good ergonomics to it. Well, it doesn't work unless you sit back into the chair. Well, if you do that, then it's hard to reach your stuff, and so. I got myself into a situation where it's like, okay, if I can move my chair up and sit back in my chair and let the ergonomics help my back, you know, it makes it a lot more easy if I have a keyboard right on the edge of my desk. So, so my setup is still there I can reach it and that kind of stuff. So I started looking for a keyboard mouse because frankly, um, I'm, I don't want to blast them or anything like that. Um, but Bridges wireless keyboard that we've had is flaky. I mean, it, it drops and comes back on and drops and sometimes it won't wake up and sometimes it won't pair back. And, and I've always blamed this on Chromebooks. I'm just like, man, Chromebooks have terrible Bluetooth. It's their fault. You know, the Apple magic trackpad works great some days and then some days it jumps off. I mean, it connects right back up pretty quick, but you know, um, bridges, wireless trackpad never made it to market, you know? So what I've always relied on is the Logitech unifying receiver. Uh, that's the safest way to get a good connection. Yeah. But you always have to have a USB A port. You always have to have that dongle with you. Um, and so I was just like, man, it, something that would work with Bluetooth would be awesome. So I went and looked and it was in that, that process that I saw the K 580 and the 355. I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. I'd forgot forgotten that, for they bo- that they were both. I thought yeah. it was just the dongle, but so I was like, Bluetooth huh. as well. So, yeah. I researched and saw that there were Bluetooth and dongle. Cause I was worried that Logitech starting to make just Bluetooth stuff. And yeah. I was like, with my history of Bluetooth stuff, like I just don't want to be reconnecting my peripherals all day. Like that does not sound like something I want to do. Right. And so I saw that they were both. I'm like, cool. And at 80 bucks for the pair, why not? So went in and got them. Um, and it was what days after that, that the, the Logitech ones finally showed up. It was like the next day, six or eight weeks that this whole shenanigans has been going on. So I'm like, these things could be months away. I'm going to go and buy these because I think I'll like them. Um, I'm glad I did because I don't know if they'll want the, the review units back or what, or now you guys can use them if you want or whatever. I'm glad I bought them because I love them. Like I, it is my favorite mouse and keyboard pair. And it's not because it's the best keyboard in the world. It's a it's a decent keyboard. <laughs> My wife asked me. I was telling her about what happened with the shipment, and she said, "So is Robbie going to return his?" I was like, "No, if based on his latest video, I don't think so. <laughs> no way, no way. I'm keeping these. Now, if they were like 150 dollars for the keyboard and 100 dollars for the mouse, probably they're they're not good enough quality to to demand those kind of prices. Yeah." But I'd almost pay that much for them. Yeah. So yeah, and don't be misled because it's Robbie's video is the best Chrome OS. Right. So they're good. They're Logitech good. They're not the best keyboard ever. They're not the best Logitech keyboard ever. I mean, no, I've typed on some Logitech keyboards that are better. Yeah, but it's still really good. And the mouse is just cool. I like the mouse. Like I would buy just the mouse. And like you said, not trying to dog on Bridge. We 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 love those guys and and we like their products. Yeah. The 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 build of the bridge keyboards oh, yeah. is, is better 
in my opinion. Yeah, I personally, and- I really like the travel on the, which one is <laughs> the one that works with the slate? Uh, that G-type. The, the G-type. Yeah. The travel on the G-type, mm-hmm. I love. Yeah, I it's love great. It. It's a great keyboard. But I'll, like you said, I'll be perfectly honest and candid. I have issues pairing it up basically every time I open it up. And again, I blamed the Pixel Slate yeah. every time for that. And I was yeah. like, oh, see, and, and I don't, we I don't to- want to defend Google's uh, Bluetooth on Chromebooks because oh, yeah. it's yeah. still not good. Yeah. Uh, and yes, I, I worked three days on the slate with this that's new keyboard right. and trackpad that's in Bluetooth right. mode. Poor Never man. dropped once. <laughs> Never dropped it once. Yeah, that's surprising. Um, yeah, the only reason I had the slate in developer mode, so I moved anyway. Um, but what what these this keyboard and mouse do so well is what we've just been talking about. Like their Bluetooth pairing, I've I've never used a keyboard and mouse on a Chromebook that's this solid. It it feels exactly like if I had the dongle, the little receiving dongle. And for those of you who don't know how that works, Logitech has a little bit of software. There's a little bit of silicon in that dongle that can be rewritten, and you can open up the app and. Um, pair up stuff and so it, it remembers that pairing and so it's like a hard pairing and it almost behaves uh, akin to having a, a wired mouse plugged in and so you have to pair it to the unique device and that dongle and that device are friends and when you plug that thing into your USB-A port it's like plugging a wire in there I mean it's that kind of solid connection it doesn't drop or turn on or off it's just always connected uh, that way so it's I think it's a form of Bluetooth but it's got other stuff going on in there so Logitech having that has always been a, a, a workaround for wireless accessories for Chromebook users because it's like, well, you know, Bluetooth is all over the place, but this is a solid connection. Um, and so like the Bridges devices not having that meant that you have to fight and, and deal with, you know, it's only Bluetooth. You don't have any other option. And so I, I don't I don't know what Logitech did. Um uh, clearly, it's made for Google, so Google probably had some input on how they handled the drivers and said, "Hey, you know, make sure you do this or don't do that or whatever." But it is insanely good. I mean, ju- it's, it's just so good. I, I've worked for over a week now with this keyboard and mouse as my main input methods every day, all day, and not one time still have I had a drop in connection. Not one time have I had to repair them. Not one time have I had to reconnect them. They always are connected, ready to go as soon as I unlock the device there's a flag i found in um in the developer channel that allows for bluetooth peripherals to wake the device from sleep really yeah i'm hoping and i wasn't sure i was like well maybe they already do that i know for sure now that's not a thing because this this bluetooth mouse and keyboard never drop connection and they won't wake my chromebook up i always have to like touch the space bar or the physical trackpad on the pixelbook go or whatever i'm using but by the time i touch that trackpad and move my hands a couple inches back over to uh, the keyboard, it's already connected, ready to go. Right. Like, there's never a, a... It just makes it feel like it It was built to just work with this Chromebook, which clearly it, it was. was. Yeah. And again, I can forgive a keyframe that's decent. Um, I can forgive uh, a build that's pretty plasticky um, because I've got all my Chrome OS keys, including an assistant key. I've got all my function keys. I've got a numeric keypad. I can switch between a couple different devices on it if I want to. And the mouse is the same way. It goes back and forth between dongle and Bluetooth with one button. The buttons are super quiet when you click them. The scroll wheel feels great. The scroll wheel click, as odd as that is, um, is really good. Um, I don't know how many people use scroll wheel click, but it's the same as a three-finger click on your trackpad. So you can close tabs. Anywhere on that tab, you just click that 
that mouse wheel and it'll close your tab. Or if you want to open it, I an, did not know that was a thing. An yeah. entire folder of um, uh, bookmarks that you have. You can do a three finger press on the trackpad to open all of them, or you can it, it, it replicates a three finger press for everything. Can so, you map that that third click, the third the wheel? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Um, I don't think so. That's your assignment for this afternoon. Yeah, check it out and see. Because it would be yeah. fun if you could no, map it. Cool. Someone. Like what I miss on this, like I, I've had other mice that have back buttons and stuff on yeah. them. I like that. I, I wish it had. Like this thing is Spartan. I mean, yeah, left button, right button, wheel. But that yeah, the it's minimalism. Only, what, it's not even, maybe an inch high. Now the front of it's probably half. The yeah, back of it comes up about an inch, which gives it a little more ergonomics, and it looks like it would have. It kind of fits up into your palm a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because your wrist needs to be raised above your fingers yeah. anyway. So, um, but you know, it's it fits in the bag easily. The keyboard's light, and super thin, so it fits in the bag easily, and it's just like, man, this. I, I don't, I'm super impressed by them. I'm sure everyone can tell, um, but it's they're they're fantastic, and and I. I like the whole works with Chromebook and I think that's great. And if you find a keyboard you love and you just learn your windows keys where all those function keys work with Chrome OS, I did it for years. You can, your, your brain will deal with it. Eventually you'll look at that key and you'll know that's your overview key or you'll look at that key and you'll know that's your back or refresh eventually. And you just um, kind of find them on the, yeah, on the keyboard. Like your yeah. brain will, will adapt over time, but it's nice to have Chrome OS keys on a good, a good solid keyboard that just will not drop pairing. I mean, it's, awesome in that way so yeah well and done for the, and for the well price done. man i mean yeah, for the for, price it's just for 50 like, bucks i'm yeah. like come on yeah it's hard to beat so uh let's talk one other quick thing before we take a break for an ad oh um, real quick oh okay in the event that someone from logitech is hearing this will you all please make a wireless trackpad again yeah just refresh the T650, put Bluetooth put in the, it, put this put, Bluetooth put in this, it, put the same magic, do a made you. for Google yeah. T650, wow, please well. We please. We've got a contact. We'll we'll tell them. Hey, make this. People for will us. buy it in. Hey, droves. we can do a we can do a we can do a partnership. Uh, you know, a, a Logitech with like the little X. Cro- uh, you know, Chrome box. Yeah. Specific made yeah. for Speaking made for. That, cro- have you Chrome ever unbox. had the? We've had a lot of Logitech keyboards. Have you ever had one that has a trackpad built in? Um, I had the one briefly. You can find it used and stuff now. It's the. Uh, I had keyboard the keyboard itself is. Is, is like an older one, but it had the what looked like a T650 on the right side right. of it. Like it was the big, big glass trackpad. It was really sweet. I had one that was like... Uh, the cheaper ones are terrible. They've got one that's yeah. round. Yeah, it's uh, made yeah. for like home I had TV. A, I had a, like yeah, exactly. I had a cheap one. I had a PC that was plugged into my TV oh, yeah. back in they're, the day. And, the tracking on the trackpad's yeah. awful. Yeah. Um, they're cheap, and they're made to be like... I, you just, it just work. You need to get that mouse pointer to go over there on the TV so you can watch something. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what that's it's for. It. Yeah, not, um, not long-term use. No. So let's talk one other quick thing before we take a uh, break here, and that's the... Um, the update that we got from Google about uh, the end-of-life policy that we reported on for the HP 12? Yeah, 14. 14. So, yeah, the AMD-powered HP 14. We talked about this on the podcast last week. Uh, AUE. We actually spent a lot of time talking about AUE and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it showed up. We have pictures, evidence that it was shown at uh, uh, expiring on 2028, 20, June 2028. And so it looks like, hey, this is a sign that yeah. Other older devices are going to get this as well, and that's not the case. Uh, Google reached out and said, hey, look, we made a mistake. There was a, probably just an issue in the database or something. Yeah, which we, we've seen, but it's rare, but we have seen that happen. Yeah. It just was very disappointing. <laughs> yeah, the fact that it was exactly the same date as these new Chromebooks that would be coming out, yeah. I was like, man. Um, so, yeah, they reached out and said, hey, we made a mistake. It's been corrected. 
uh, we issued a, another update uh, article saying, you know, it's not the thing. Google has reached out. It's just not going to be happening. So, um, sorry if that got your hopes up. It had my hopes up, um, but it was just a just an oops and uh, not a thing. So, if you want a 2028 Chromebook, you need to buy one of these new ones that comes out. That's uh, right. Like the Flex Five. That's right. We're we'll going to talk about, about it. In we'll, a minute. we'll talk about that in just a second. So, uh, we're going to take a break for an ad, and we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord. N-O-R-D. All right, what's up, everybody? We're back here, and uh, we're going to hop into some new devices because there was a, a device that showed up this week unexpectedly. Yeah, and uh, ultimately, with everything going on, there's been some concern I, Yeah, uh, that some of these would just get pushed back. Like, I mean, ex- extra unexpected yeah, because, I, like... <laughs> speaking of that, someone noted the other day, and I did not know this. Did you see the email about Verizon's website? Mm-mm. Apparently, Verizon, Verizon sells hardware on their website. They have a lot of LG and Google Home products and Samsung products apart from phones. Apparently, the Galaxy Chromebook has been listed on their site for some time as coming soon. On Verizon's? Yes. They have a Chromebook right. section because they sell like the LTE, right. uh, Samsung Plus, whatever. Apparently, it's been removed, and he was just asking if we knew why. And the answer to that is no, because I didn't even know it was there to begin with. But sure. apparently, Verizon has removed it and i do wonder is this going to delay stuff i mean, I, just, I presume that it would i even mentioned it in our article yeah. the other day when uh, we talked about chrome chrome os and chrome being delayed um you would just assume that it would i, I would i would think so yeah you know um, samsung and google have been uh, reaching out to uh, like repair places and getting parts back because there is supply shortage there's supply shortages and that that may change now that uh, china is getting back to business as usual slowly but surely but i I don't know you mentioned something there real quick let's hit on it before we move on here to this device that was a teaser it was a teaser yeah (laughs) the uh we we forgot to talk about chrome and chrome os being paused we didn't mention that did we skip it or is it further down the list no no no. it was supposed to be number two i just i went right over it and just didn't talk about it so let's talk about it real quick because i think it's important um If you saw our article, maybe you saw it on the Chrome uh, blog, but Chrome and Chrome OS are, um, the updates are being paused at the moment, or as Gabe said, halted, Uh, but they are uh, not working on future releases or they won't put out future releases as of right now just to keep things stable for everyone that's working at home. Yeah, and and development continues. These guys are at home working, so yeah, they're still doing, but I mean, Google has mandated that their employees work from home, and then a lot of the other people that work on the Chromium repositories, they work remotely or whatever, but just for fluidity's sake and continuity's sake, they have paused updates. Now, that does not mean you won't get updates uh, incremental updates. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if there's a security issue or a bug fix or something that needs to be addressed, they're going to get it in there and they're right. going to push it because right after this announcement, they rolled out an update to desktop and Android. It was just an incremental update to 80. But for right now, 
Chrome 81 and Chrome OS 81 are on ice until further announcement. So yeah, and it, it makes sense. I mean, I, no, I don't can't imagine anyone complaining about that. But no, because ultimately, like for them, for them making that decision, I think that's the right decision to say. You know, Chrome OS in general can be a bit unstable because of the rapid uh, update cycle. So a long time ago, and people have lamented this a little bit in in the Android age of Chrome OS that. You know, it seems like the stable version of Chrome OS sometimes feels a little beta. Um, and that's true. Yeah. I mean, it's just a rapid pace of development. And to be frank, I mean, there's there there could be a lot of benefit to this all happening. Um, it may get um, Chrome OS back to a spot where stable is stable. Like if, if 80 sticks around longer than it should... Because um, let's not forget, 80 was super late already. Way late. Like 81, it almost pushed into 81. <laughs> 81 was slated to be out, what, next week? Yes. Yeah. It was. Obviously, yeah. that's paused. And so there could be some good happen here if, if Google can kind of get back in front of things. So if, if they end up spending an extra three or four weeks on Chrome OS 80 and Chrome 80 and everything, and all they're doing is sending incremental updates, just security fixes, patches, fixes for bugs, that kind of stuff, and they really stabilize 80... That's going to help because upstream is not stopping development. Um, no, you know, right. I was in the repositories last night, and it's just like it normally is. I mean, there are fixes and things happening like crazy, just like there always are. Because most of the developers that work on Chrome OS are working remotely anyway. It's not like they all go to one spot and work on Chrome OS. It's open source, so it happens everywhere. Um, so that development isn't really stopping completely. It's just they're going to pause updates right now, and so that don't don't let that uh, feed into some sort of fear that you know like Chrome OS is just going to be stagnant. It, they're going to keep developing in these other channels where they can say, "Hey, if you're having issue and you're complaining about a problem in your teleworking stuff isn't working because you're in beta or dev, that's your go fault. back to stable. Yeah, that's your exactly. Fault. Like we're going to make stable super stupid, super stable, super duper stupid, stupid. <laughs> super stable. So it should, and be. then it'll be super easy, <laughs> barely an inconvenience. Exactly. So. Um, but that's what Chrome OS stable should be, ultimately. And so yeah, because so even funny. with the extensive delay of eighty, it still had some kinks when oh it came gosh, out. Yeah. They had to push another update, and it's still there's still users reporting issues. They haven't really identified whether it is eighty or what it is, but it needs some polishing. Yeah. So, so maybe this yeah. gives them <laughs> this time. This could to be do a that. reset time for Chrome right. OS to just breathe, stretch catch its legs, up. just catch up, and say, okay, <laughs> now I'm ready. For the Lenovo tablet, I'm ready 82. for the yep. Samsung Galaxy. I'm ready for these things. Let's move on to 81 and 82. Here's what's funny. Um, I don't remember which commit it was. Um, I never wrote about it. It's one of the hundreds I have starred in the repositories. I could probably dig in there and find it, but there's a specific reference to a feature. It's a tablety. Oh, it's 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 uh, um, some of the new gesture navigation in tablets. Um, that is being worked on in 82, but they're rolling it out in 81 just for uh, Crane, which is mm. the Lenovo tablet. Yeah. And it was a very clear reference. Like, we're pushing this to 82 for everyone else except this one. Um, and so if 81 ends up being what is available and new at the time of the Lenovo tablet coming out sometime in May and maybe it gets pushed back to June, that still might be okay because it looks like Google had already planned on bringing a lot of those 82 features specifically just for Crane for that launch. So, right. Um, 
which is crazy because that's such a pixel book thing to have a feature and now you've got this budget man this this tablet is going to be awesome yeah wait and there are more this isn't going to be the only tablet there's going to be no not even close um while we were sitting here, while you were talking, I went in and sent an email to our contacts at Samsung and just asked. I mean, I don't know if anybody's even asked the question. Way like, on are schedule, you, guys. You guys still think in April? You don't have to tell me when. Just you still think in April, or, or, or are you seeing delays? Yeah, because so. all all that to say, the device that we thought wasn't coming until when May. Yeah, no June. In your, I watched a video June. Oh, I made a video. That's right. I forgot about that. I watched, uh, I watched your video. I watched it. Uh, the Lenovo Flex 5, which we now believe might be branded C550, which makes sense because... I, I think that, though, that's just like uh, Acer does that with theirs. They have the Acer Chromebook 15, but it's the C whatever. Right, but it makes sense because all, all of uh, Lenovo's recent consumer Chromebooks have been C fill in the blank or S right. fill in the blank. S right. is standard clamshell, C is convertible, and they have the 330, they have the 340, they have a... So what was this one again? 550. 550. Yeah, because so, it's a Flex 5. Yeah, so it's a Flex sense, 5. Yeah. So anyway, so, um, I don't even know. Was it an email you got from somebody? Yeah. Robbie read, just, your, read your email. Just said, hey, just saw this. Yeah, and Robbie <laughs> just dropped a link in our chat and was like, hey, by the way, this just showed up. Because, I mean, as it's a it, nice, nice little quarantine as surprise. Awesome, yeah, <laughs> as awesome as the C436 and the Samsung are, this device intrigues me because it's going to be more for the masses. Oh, really yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's not cheap. I mean, I, I, we reviewed it. We had our hands on at CES. It's a nice Chromebook. It well, really I'll, I'll, I'll reiterate. You said it's not cheap. It is actually cheap. It's not cheap feeling. Yes. Yeah, yes, it's not cheap it's feeling. It's actually very yeah. affordable, uh, which is great. I think the one that was listed is, what, 340? 360, 359. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But, yeah, it's in the mid-threes. Now, granted, that's the Celeron. Um, and we haven't seen that chip in yeah, 50, a lot of devices of late. I don't think we've ever seen that. No, specific. never seen that one. But we haven't seen many Celerons no. for uh, a while. Like yeah, the U series. The, the Pentiums. Yeah, you have the U series in like the Chrome boxes and stuff. But most yeah, most people true. are doing the Pentium yep. Gold and Silver. So like the. So is it? This is the Comet Lake. It's a Comet Lake Celeron, Celeron U. So um, as confusing as this gets, you have basically U series, Y series processors that are going laptops and desktops and then you have <clears throat> uh, atom based basically processors that fall into that um they always start with an n at the beginning of their models so like our gemini lake chromebooks those are you know they still label it as celeron because all celeron means i don't even remember it now but like pentium has to do with how much cash is on the chip and celeron has something to do too so it's like it's whatever that is without hyper threading or something i don't know it gets super confusing um so there are celerons that or in that Atom family, and there are Celerons in the U-Series desktop family, too. So it can get super confusing to go, hey, it's a Celeron. Cool. Mm-hmm. They're not all the same. No, it's um, just it's like the S model of that particular family. So it could be a desktop family. It could right. be a mobile family. It could be a, it's just it's the lower end of whatever that class is. Right. Uh, and so, But basically, they have mobile chips, quote-unquote. Um, trying to find laptop chips on this thing. They have mobile chips. They have laptop chips and then they have desktop chips kind of that's how all this stuff works and so the celeron that we're talking about that's going to be in this is basically you go core i7 core i5 core i3 celeron um and so the celeron takes a lot from the core m core i3 or m3 depending on how they choose to brand that um if you're confused it's okay it's really fine uh just know that the last device i remember for sure that chromebook i mentioned all the way at the early part of the podcast with my daughter 
it's a fifth gen, so that would have been uh, what was that? What was fifth gen? Broadwell. Broadwell, yeah, because it was um, thirty two oh five. Yep. So U. we had Braswell, which was the I'll always remember the fourth gen chips Intel made. They finally got battery life under control with the fourth gen. Like it, it changed the game for MacBooks. It changed like broad or uh, uh, no Broadwell. No Braz Braswell. Wait, no Braswell. Broadwell's the U. Braswell. Broadwell. Braswell is. No, what came before that though? Haswell. Haswell. Yeah. Haswell's fourth gen. I remember those coming out and just and like being like, oh my gosh, I'll have an Intel Core i whatever, and it's actually not going to die in two hours. This is going to be amazing, and it was. It was a game changer for Intel. Um, and then Broadwell came out, so that was the fifth gen Core i series, and that Chromebook that uh, that uh, my daughter's using is a fifth gen Celeron, four gigs of RAM, thirty two gigs of internal storage. So. Similar in a lot of ways to what we're talking about with this Lenovo. Um, now it'll be uh, five generations newer of a processor. So obviously um, dyes shrink and, you know, processes shrink and the, the chip is faster and more capable. 100%. The benefit here, though, is that her little Celeron 5th gen that's five years old now with four gigs of RAM still gets along really nicely on a 1080p screen. I love screen. that Chromebook. I had like, a few. I had three or four of them. I had the i-series, but I had a yeah. 3205 also. And so, I mean, it's it this, that Celeron, the Celeron that sits underneath the Core i3, Core M3 uh, chip, has always been a good performer. Uh, we had a Chromebox, an Asus Chromebox, with the 8th or 7th, 8th gen Celeron in it yeah. um, as well. And I remember when we got those, we got the, both of them in. We got the i7 16 gig whatever that thing was that you were using had every yeah and then we also got the Celeron they sent us both and I forgot to look when I plugged it in and I used it for half a day and I started going it shouldn't be struggling with you know I had like a ton of stuff open I'm like it still shouldn't be struggling and then I looked I'm like oh I've been using the Celeron one all day and in all honesty if it had eight gigs of RAM instead of it four, probably would have been it would have been fine yeah um, there are so, zero benchmarks for this chip by the way and oh, I don't new. think there's a device on the market yet that has it so <laughs> kudos to chrome os so yeah yeah my my gut would be and I'm, I'm guessing here so don't you know quote me later on this but my gut would be i bet this thing will perform similar to the core m3 eighth gen core m3 stuff yeah so imagine what's in the entry level um pixelbook go that those kind of devices so it's which, going to perform just fine which is the one that that you recommend if, yeah, if you're it's telling the one people I to go buy the months. pixelbook go like yeah. go get the Go get the yeah, M3. It's but fine, it, especially if you're looking for a device for your older kids for school. Oh my gosh, 350 oh, bucks for a device that's going to perform this well and has this oh, yeah. many features. And it's, and it's yeah, it's, it's, no, from and it's, the, it's four the, gigs of RAM. It's 32 gigs of internal storage. Mm-hmm. But from the looks of it, the bottom of it, it looks so much like the Dell 13. You remember yeah. the good old Dell? 13? Like it reminds me so much of that device uh, without the bezels, basically. Um, it, there's a good chance you'll be able to pop this thing open and swap the SSD out on it, and for if you've ever done that with a it Windows does machine, list it, as, it says it's an SSD. Yeah. Um, now, granted, the Amazon listing said it was a 5400 RPM hard drive. I'm like, no, it's not. That's never been in a Chromebook, but whatever. Uh, maybe like the very first HP recycled garbage machine. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so with this processor, you're not going to be able to upgrade the RAM. Um, but it's going like this thing's going to come in versions that have up to eight gigs of RAM, up to 128 gigs of storage, up to a core i5, right? Yes. I so I mean, my guess would be with an i5, eight gigs of storage, uh, or eight gigs of RAM and 128 gigs of storage, probably pushing in the five to six hundred dollar range. Yeah. Um, and that's a, it, a monster spec 
Chromebook. So like usually we get these devices, a core I three and eight gig 64 in that five or $600 range. And then they go up to get the I five and the right. eight gig. this one's going to max out, like get the best version of this thing for what a upper mid range Chromebook goes for now. And then wait for some sales, you know, and you're looking at getting a, just a monster Chromebook for probably four to $500 once it all shakes oh, and, out. And, they, and eight years of updates. Yeah. Yeah. So also updated that, yeah. and Wi-Fi six and Bluetooth five and 1080p 300 nit screen yeah, and USI style USI on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, Lenovo makes great keyboards and trackpads mm-hmm. and, and he's the, got backlit this, keys. This one was I mean, no exception. The keyboard was great. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, tons of stuff to like from this. And I hope this is a, a this device is a bit of a harbinger for what will come in 2020 from Chromebooks. Like I know we're going to have the high end stuff. We're going to have the thousand dollar Chromebooks. I'm going to buy a galaxy Chromebook. There's zero. I'm 100% going to buy that device. I want it. I think it's going to be awesome, but it's not going to require a thousand dollars for you to get into the 10th gen eight and a half year of update. Wi-Fi six Bluetooth five device game. And I don't think I'm hoping that most people don't even shoot for that. Or I hope they shoot for it and also shoot under that. So uh, companies like Acer, make your Spin 13. You know, make the, a new version of the Spin 13. Make it sleeker. Please. More awesome. Put in all these cool internals and make that device again. Just make it a little less clunky and, you know, fix a couple of little things that were nitpicky on it. Awesome device. But then also make your other devices that could use a, a Core i3 or whatever. Yeah. and. And bring the price down uh, and make them reasonable too. It's like do both because there's market for both of these devices now, and that's that's a cool thing uh, that we're in that spot now. It's we're not going to have one really nice Chromebook each year. We're going to have multiple nice ones, but I'm hoping we'll we'll continue to have multiple mid range, and then you know the the bottom end of the market will continue doing what it's always done um, with with some of these chips that are coming. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that end of the spectrum for for Chromebooks uh, has it's always has always been good. You yeah, know, the so, MediaTek will yeah. will will hold that up. Um, AMD will we, help we still the low seen, AMD, we, yep. we still haven't seen you know these more flagship AMD models. Yeah. There's a bunch of them now, um, so that's <clears throat> going to show up at some point. I mean, I know it's they're having to deal with the entire reworking the infrastructure to make sure it works well on these chips. But right. I'm like, you got the A6 and A4 figured out already, so like, let's go. Yeah. So Flex Five. What's the naming now? If well, someone's if someone's if hearing you, all this and flex, they're like, they can look at Flex Five. Okay, yeah, Flex, flex five. five. There's a and couple it, listings that have it listed at C550, which I tend to believe that's probably what it's going to be called. Okay, uh, it's not listed on uh, Lenovo has an internal spec site that they have, and it's a it's you the public can go to it. It's not like some internal thing that I'm sneaking into. But they update every couple of weeks which, with which products you do that sometimes. they. <laughs> I do sometimes, but not not Lenovo. Uh, uh, they update with new products, updated products, and then products that have been removed from their. It's just their internal inventory system is all it is. So yeah. it's not on there yet. So as yeah, soon as it is, we'll show you. But the, and they do have a whole line of Windows devices that are Flex. Uh, Flex yeah, it's is that, like the cheap yoga. That's, yeah, is that's basically their, what it is. So it, it wouldn't surprise me to see them keep Flex. In there, as far as, as like a because branding. they kept yoga and like we Lenovo need yoga. A yoga, we need yeah. another yoga. Yeah. Yep, um, and that's Peabody. like I think I think that's what what Lenovo can do as well. Like yeah. they they can do the same thing they do yeah. with Windows. Put Flex out, make them your more affordable ones. Well, Let your yogas be your your high end. Do a fifteen and a thirteen inch yoga that are all aluminum and super snazzy. Likely the number of uh, hatch based models we have that we still have not seen. It's a good likelihood we're going to see this strategy, at least from a couple makers. I don't oh, know if yeah. they'll all do that, but 
Um, I could see I could see HP moving into that. Uh, you know, they could bring their Spectre line over to Chromebooks. Oh, I please, see. <laughs> yeah, yes. please. Because um, each maker has their own. You know, they already have their branding, and slowly but surely, we're seeing them choose to to bring it over into the Chromebook world too. So like Dell's yeah. kind of doing that too. You know, Inspiron came out a year and a half ago, and then they and went then they went with uh, Latitudes for their business mm-hmm. ones. Right. So. Um, it's just a matter of time. I yeah, feel like I think we Sam- see XPS, Samsung, XPS Samsung branding please. a Chromebook Galaxy kind of opened it'll the floodgate for this. It'll, it'll, it'll help move that that idea forward of like, hey, take your branding and just move it over yeah, here and put Chrome, Chromebook in Chrome it. Chrome West belongs in a flagship device. So. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Shipping uh, shipping dates? Like, is no. this thing... You can oh, you can go and order it and it just yeah. says it'll let you know when it's... It doesn't have a ship date on no. it yet. Yeah, if you did order it, because uh, imagine some people did, and you get a email from Amazon, which you generally will, let us know. Let us know. Wouldn't they yep. tell you it's going to be here? Please, info at chromeunbox.com. Email us. It'll go to all three of us, and we will be excited. Uh, we'll write this up later, but I just got an email that the Google Store is dropping 30 bucks off Stadia Premiere. Oh, uh, if you that's want to stadia it up while you're quarantined. They're, they're, there you they're go. selling something else. I saw an email this morning. I can't yeah. remember what it was. So speaking of Google stuff, and this kind of fits in right with what we're talking about here about about creating flagship stuff, but then also creating some some mid range. Um, I don't want to say budget, but some more mid range options for those people that don't want mm-hmm. to go spend the money on the high end stuff, the Galaxy Chromebook, whatever. Um, we see the strategy applied to uh, the Pixel series, so the Google phones. Um, and presumably, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> for now, I, I I don't know. I, so 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 let's start with this first. Let's um, let's talk about these billboards that were leaked. Uh, this is an article I wrote up yesterday, and there were three designs that were leaked uh, by Evan Blass, uh, veteran tech leaker. Um, he has been right many, many times. <laughs> so, Yeah, if Evan takes time to post it, it's probably it's legit. Probably legit, yeah. And so these are these are mock-ups. These aren't real billboards. Anyone that, that wrote about this and said that they were real billboards didn't didn't investigate this. They are mock-ups. Uh, this is something that is common in advertising. You, you create basically a design and you... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, in, uh, man, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. You basically put it onto a design to make it look like it's in the real world. Uh, superimpose. Uh, transpose, superimpose, transpose, yeah. whatever. Yes, transpose is music. There we go. Superimpose. <laughs> you change the key of the picture. Dude, you know, my, like that picture is in the G. We my, need to move it up to a my C. Brain, hey, my brain. My brain is capo five. Did you see, did you see the, did you see the, the article I shared with you? The guy that sees with sees yeah. the sim. How yeah, freaky I don't is understand. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. So yes. the the. <laughs> The uh, yeah, superimposed uh, the design onto a real world image, you know. So they take a, a billboard photo and they s- superimpose the design onto it to give uh, you know the brand or the client a, a feel of what it's going to look like. Very common. If you ever go order anything from Vista Print, they do the same thing. They try to get you to buy extra stuff at the end because they'll take your design and put it on a mug for you and put it on an apron and put it on some pins and all kinds of crazy stuff. Same thing. So. So these designs came out, and uh, they're they're interesting. They're they're very googly, and the main thing is that the uh, 4A is 3.99. So same starting price as the uh, 3A, which was Google's best-selling device that they've made. 
100%. I mean, by far. Yeah, not like, even Probably close. not even, not even, there's the second place is probably so far off, it's like not even worth mentioning. I have no idea how many, what any of the numbers are, but it would not surprise me at all to see the 3A and 3A XL sales have probably eclipsed all Pixel sales. <laughs> I, it I, would not surprise me I, in the I need least. To go, I don't know if they. I don't know if they put the exact numbers on the investor calls, but I need to go uh, look at it and see. I don't know if don't, they do or not. I don't know. They they just said it was their highest selling out. It. They, oh they, yeah. They didn't. I, I doubt know it because if they did, I think there would be more information out there. That's true. About yeah. it. But anywho, I mean, the starting price alone is impressive. Second, we get to kind of look at the design. Mm-hmm. So it has the square camera bump. But it has a first for a Pixel line uh, or a Pixel phone, and that's a hole punch yep. display. Um, and you can see it very clearly on the on the ads. I mean, it's right there, top right. top left corner, little little hole punch. And uh, I don't know all of the specs exactly, but it sounds like it's going to get a decent spec bump from the three um, A. I'd have to pull up the specs and look the, at it. I can't just remember. Just the processor is the massive right. change. Uh, and it's also getting the UFS 2.1 storage, yep. I think. Yeah. So faster storage makes way more difference than most people think. you got to think, just like RAM and anything else, the operating systems constantly have to ping that local storage to pull stuff up. The yep. faster that thing can deliver what the processor is looking for, the faster everything's going to move. So a fast processor and slow hard drive doesn't fix all your issues. Yes. You need both. And... The uh, 730, I think, is what they're putting in this thing. Uh, the Snapdragon 730. So that's uh, basically you have Snapdragon has two lines, 800 series and 700 series. The 700 series is very competent, uh, very good. And from benchmarks and things we've seen with some other phones with the 730 in it, it gets along just fine. Um, so not that the Pixel 3a XL was slow. Like, it was fine. It was just, it was fine. And like playing PUBG, it was okay. You know, it, it did it. Um, and it didn't fall apart, but it also, um, you could tell you yeah, weren't using sure. a flagship processor. I think those lines will be way more blurred with the 730. Yeah. Um, and, and then I, I don't know what the Ram numbers are. I think they're doing four or six, something like that. Yep, but, uh, I think so. Um, that matters way less than most people think too. Um, again, as long as they keep fixing the software to let it take advantage of the Ram it has, uh, you're going to be in better shape, but that faster storage and a much faster processor, um, and it's going to probably be an equally good screen. The 3A XL had a great screen on it. Yeah. I love the look of this thing. I wish my Pixel 4 looked like this. And to be frank, if they have a 4A XL, I'm going to go over to T-Mobile, and I'm going to leverage my jump on demand, well, and I'm going to hop over to it because well, yeah, I want to give it a try. I, I put this in my article, and we've talked about it a lot, and, I mean, we've probably po- talked about it here on the podcast, but I'm still rocking the 3XL because I didn't I didn't make the move to the 3A or 3A XL because at that time it just – it, I, this phone was still new enough that I, it was, it was a lateral move. I didn't want to do it when the four came out. I mean, I was all about it. I was ready to go. We got, we got a couple of review units of the four and I was like, this is, oh gosh, somebody is wow. outside it's just gotta rocking. It's gotta be a motorcycle. Somebody's rocking out outside. Um, good for you. Yeah. There you go. Spread the joy. That's right. <laughs> It's like all the Italians that are singing on their balconies. Yeah, go for it, man. That's right. Um, you know, so, so, I didn't make the move to the four because the specs were were cool. Yeah, motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> specs were specs were cool, and there's some cool features: face unlock and uh, you know that 90 hertz uh, display, all these things. But it was still just like, man, do I want to spend that much money though for right. that phone? I don't think so. So I've still been just been rocking the three, three XL, and so it's just I'm ready. To, to, to make a move on a new phone uh, just probably because I'm a 
tech nerd and I always like having the latest and greatest things. So it's bugged me having this phone. If yeah. I'm being perfectly honest, and the stupid, the stupid big, that forehead on this thing is it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's a, it's just ridiculous. But like for the four, I've just traded a, a notch for a forehead. Right, exactly. So this this thing on the three A, if that three A XL performs the way i think it will and you'll go get it so i'll just get your your you <laughs> your take on it after a go. week i'll know i'll know what it's like but you guys are missing out with the pop-up camera that's yeah. all i gotta say hey i know man uh i i think i think the I, I think it's an interesting thing i mean it's exactly what we were just talking about with with these chromebook lines you know having this other option you know having these more budget friendly phones uh, I think I think that I think that they're they are clearly figuring out that there's a lot of people out there that want that. Um, well, and the the bigger question though here that we were talking about before all this because I think the A phones are that's where Google's doing well. But now there's all these rumors going around and some pretty good evidence to the fact that the five isn't going to be a flagship caliber phone. And do we? So, so, so my thing I haven't I haven't read into this a ton, but. Is uh, is there a chance that the 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 main five, the entry level five, is basically like what they did with the iPhone 11 or whatever? So that the 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 base model is kind of like your more budget friendly. I can't remember what its price is, seven ninety nine or something. Yeah, so they're going to do away with the A line, and right? Just right. Do a five and exactly. a five Pro, right? Pro. I don't know. And so then, if they're working on that, is that where everybody's getting this from? <laughs> I I think they would be silly. To not make the Pro XL bigger flagship phone, the thousand dollar phone, like, but I could see them, I could see them cutting it out. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know what the strategy is. Clearly, they they've realized and how this phone sells, and that's the thing. Product cycles are way longer than this. It's not like they can go, oh well, let's see what the four A does, and then we'll make a choice. No, they've already made this choice. Yeah. Um, so the question is, how are, how does it get positioned? Um, and I honestly, I have no clue what they do. So that you show up with, so say this phone's this 4A is 399. We don't even know that there is a 4A XL. No. Nope. Um, there have been a lot of people. At first, it was rumored there wasn't going to be, and then there were some stuff, some substantial stuff that shows there probably is going to be. Uh, and now the thing is, there's been leaks like crazy of the 4A. There's not been a single leak no, of the, the 4A XL. The one, the the really the kind of crappy photos that, yeah. that leaked a, a week ago or so uh it's the it's it appears to be the the 4a it is not the right. xl i don't uh, and no one's seen that and so that seems a little odd to me uh but that doesn't mean anything necessarily it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist i think when all the pixel 3a leaks so that was like the most leaked phone ever yeah. in existence i don't know that we made it like we just uh, assumed there would be an XL, so I don't know that I really paid that much attention to the leaks and whether it was the XL or not or whatever, but it seems a little odd to me that yeah. there are no leaks yet. Uh, we'll know soon. They're going to we'll be know, announcing it. We'll know as soon as these uh, uh, screen protector companies oh, accidentally yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, that'll start we'll happening know, we'll pretty know, yeah. soon. Because yep. uh, we're, we're presuming that this is IO-ish. Right? Yeah, yeah, it would have been announced. May-ish. Yeah, it yeah. would have been announced mid-May. So, really, as soon as they're ready to announce it, they could just go ahead and announce might it. Might as well go ahead and do it. But if they're mm. going to... They might mm. want to save that for... Since, obviously, they're not going to have the standard type of keynotes, they might want to save this announcement for that, just to additional hype and additional coverage to make yeah. sure people are zoned in on Google I.O. But either way, 
Um, so say they come out with this and let's imagine there is an XL and it's the same as last year. The XL 480, I think is what it ends up being. 479 is what the, uh, three AXL retailed for. So you have a, a three, basically a, a four and $500 phone. Um, and you show up in October and you release non-flagship phones. What do you, what are you going to sell those for? Because here's the problem. OnePlus continues to sell flagship hardware flag like not not just like hey we're we're catching up to everybody like they'll push like they they were one of the first that had a 90 hertz display on a regular cell phone that wasn't a gaming phone or whatever you know they're one of the first that had a a consumer ready pop-up camera you know they're not sitting behind the curve they're pushing in front of the curve and they're selling there like the 7t is 600 bucks um and so i don't know like i it's weird. Can you show up with a six hundred or seven hundred dollar non flagship phone at this point? I don't. I don't think so. I think if it's not going to be flagship, why wouldn't you just stick with the four A and four A XL? Like yeah. I don't understand I, I, where it's going to be if this is true. Yeah, which yeah. I mean, leads that's me to believe yeah, it might not. That's be like true. having middle of the road four sixty four Chromebooks for five hundred and something dollar. You just, right. you can't do that anymore. People no. aren't going to buy it. No, because so. there's no point. There's why would why would anyone buy this? Um, and if you're gonna put it at your hardware event and you're going to latest greatest features and this is the best that google has in a phone right now if you're going to have these four a's out there it's no different than samsung selling a 1200 dollars phone mm-hmm. but they also have the a series and they have the j series and it's it's halo devices it's it's the concept it's a marketing concept you you make one that's this massive device that everybody actually wants but most people can't get. Right. It's what condones the press conference. That's right. what it is. And then you have, <laughs> and then you have all the ones below it that don't quite match up and don't quite have all the specs, but look pretty close and feel pretty close and have a lot of the same aesthetic. So people will go and buy that instead. That's a question. Since you're an old cell phone guy from Sprint, where where's that revenue coming from when they, you know, like I think Metro right now, I think is doing like you know get up to five Samsung A twenties right. on us. Who's who's is it, is it, Metro T Mobile paying Samsung in bulk? How's, I'm sure they cut them deals on it, but yeah, it goes back and forth. Um, I would assume those budget phones are where they're really making their money, but yeah. I, I could be wrong too because what they buy them for is is super cheap. So there, it depends. So sometimes the main the carrier the industry secrets here, people. Right, get yeah. ready. <laughs> Real secrets. Uh, the carrier sometimes goes, "Hey, we'll subsidize that. We'll eat that." Yeah. Uh, in a, in assuming, because here's the problem: you give, the, and this is why now that things have shifted. When I was doing it, it, it was just starting to shift to contract-free stuff. Like I, I left right as that was starting to. Yeah. Like T-Mobile had messed everybody up, and <laughs> Sprint was trying to figure it out. I left when that was happening. It was a mess. Sprint's response to that was terrible. Um, but. Uh, it, it's a mix of things. So the the carrier might say, okay, because um, we can't put you into contract anymore. It was so much easier to do those oh, things yeah. when it's contracted. Can't put you into contract anymore. However, uh, if you notice on your bill when they give you a phone for quote-unquote free, what they actually are doing is subsidizing your payments over the course of 24 months. So yeah, might as well be in a contract because someone that's attracted by a free phone and they don't care what phone it is, they just want it because it's free, it's probably likely someone who's not wanting to fork over a few hundred bucks for their phone. And so these phones, if you'll ever notice any of the ones that get sold for free, they are never marked down a penny. 
They're going to be oh, exactly yeah. what you're never going to get an, an iPhone for a hundred bucks off and free. Like that's never going to happen. You're going to pay full retail for it to the penny and you're going to pay it over the course of 24 months. And so when you do that, they have you kind of locked into this thing. And for them, they're looking at it from a, uh, um, perspective of, Hey, if I, if we can retain this customer for long enough, they won't, they won't churn. They won't right. move on to another carrier. And if we look at the length of their contract, even if it's a single line, they're paying $50 a month. Um, what's that over 24 months? Uh, $1,200. We ate that $500 phone probably cost them two. Um, you know, we eat a couple hundred bucks to make this. It's, it's basic economics. Um, so, you know, that's in general the way it works. But then sometimes uh, manufacturers will do kickbacks as well. So they yeah. want to push their phone. They want the carrier to push the phone. So they're like, hey, we'll knock this much off. Right. And every time you sell one, you fill out the numbers, we'll give you a kickback. So similar to the car, car industry. Car industry, very um, similar. So yeah, it yeah. goes back and forth on both of those. But they're, it's all about contracts. It's all about the service. They want you, you on the service. It's the Amazon model of, oh, we'll say you have a $50 tablet because we want you to stream our content you know it's it's the content it's the service that matters more than the than the product yeah so i all of this to say i'm not i'm not real sure what uh what google is going to do uh all i know is the 4a looks dope it does (laughs) and hopefully they make an excel i'll have to see a lot more um proof before i will believe that google is going to launch a non-flagship smartphone in october i could i I, I, i'm not saying they won't i just don't it makes zero sense to me yeah, at this there point. Could, there could be the whole like iPhone model where they maybe have like a slightly lower priced base model. You know, the main the main Pixel Five is eight seven ninety nine or but here's whatever. The, here's the problem with that: um, iPhones do it, and Pixels have done it, where it doesn't matter the size of the phone; they're all using Specs the same processor. The same, yeah. So that's what they found so far is that it's showing it's going to use a lesser processor. Like it won't Mm -hmm. have the, what is Mm -hmm. it, 865 Mm -hmm. in it. So that. Hard to believe. Yeah. That's, unless they're going to do that across the line. Like if they're doing it with all of them, sure. I just don't think they're going to launch a pixel this and a pixel that in October. One has flagship internals and one has mid-range internals when you could go buy, when you could go buy the 4A exit. Right. Like it doesn't make any sense. Now, does Google always do things that make sense? 100% no. no. So maybe they're <laughs> yeah. going to do that. I don't know. But this seems like a really unsticky turd to throw at the wall. Hey, they've been really good trying. about reaching out about random stuff lately that we talk about. So maybe Robbie gets an email this afternoon. No, we're not doing this. <laughs> that's that's we'll not do a, a follow, thing. We'll do a follow-up podcast if that's the case. <laughs> hey, we're just speculating here. Yeah, that's right. Having fun that's speculating. That's right. That's right. That's the that's the beauty of the of the podcast podcast. Um, uh, method we get to sit here and talk about the stuff that we normally just sit and talk about here in the office so uh folks i think that's it for this week hopefully you enjoyed it hopefully it was uh entertaining and informative as you're probably stuck in your house um so we appreciate you all tuning in and listening um as always everything that we've talked about we will link in the show notes so you can check out articles and see photos and see listings of these things we've talked about like the flex 5 and see the billboards for the um, Pixel 4a and see all of the works with Chromebook uh, accessories. So all sorts of cool stuff on the website. The the content is going to keep coming. Uh, Like Robbie said, right up top, we are going to just keep churning out content. We're going to try our best to keep putting out video content. Um, We'll have to see. I mean, if we get locked down, I, I hope it doesn't get to that. But if we 
if we get locked down, we're going to have to get creative uh, like these late night shows that are doing. I was say, we'll home. start filming with the phones. That's right, baby. man. Yeah, we'll figure something out. But like the good old hey, days on Robbie's floor. They can't Robbie's lock me out floor. of your house, right? Yeah, we were watching. I don't think. Yeah, we I were, don't know. We were watching one of our, our weekly shows on A&E last night, and it's a ho- show that has three hosts. And they, sure enough, they they did it live from their houses. Yeah. It was it's very, cool. very yeah, interesting. I think, I think everybody understands. Yeah, exactly. Just, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, and, and, and move on. like literally when they did it, I was like, wow, that, that's really awesome. But it wasn't like, what are they doing? Yeah. It was like, it's yeah. just almost like, huh. It's, it's kind of like just what you we, do. We, we have all of these barriers that we think are barriers, but really they're artificial. We only do that oh, because absolutely. we think that's the way it's supposed to be done. We could we could do all sorts of stuff virtually if we yeah, really I mean, wanted to. So Netflix party, we can all still That's binge right, and hang out with our friends and still social distance. That's I'm right. Which I mean, for a lot of you, you probably really like that idea because you don't have people trash in your living room. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. <laughs> exactly. Drinking all of your soda and eating your chips. You know. Yeah. Stay <laughs> off my chips. <laughs> hey, Jimmy. Get out of there. on my Doritos. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, one other quick mention of the giveaway that we are running, our On the Run to 100K giveaway that is still live. Uh, we are quickly approaching 95,000 subscribers. And when we hit that mark, we are giving away a Pixel 4 with a bundle of accessories. And uh, it's the Pixel 4 that we've been talking about, this Pixel 4 that has face unlock and all these... Uh, dope specs and 90 hertz screen and all of this so check that out if you want to be entered to win go to the website search 100k and you can find it or just go to our youtube channel we've been linking it in all of uh, uh, the video descriptions on the youtube channel but do that go check that out Uh, if you don't win the pixel 4 you will be eligible for a brand new asus chromebook flip c434 one of our favorite chromebooks of last year it is brand new in the box sealed up Asus was kind enough to send that over to us to give away for this giveaway. So big shout out to them for that. And uh, we're really excited to, to hit 100K. It's a crazy benchmark, crazy milestone for us uh, that that has has uh, happened sooner than I expected. Uh, but it's also been a lot of, you know, grinding, putting out content. So really appreciate you all tuning in and watching videos over the years and, and listening to the podcast and checking out the website and everything. So uh, thanks so much, folks. Uh, stay healthy, stay active out there, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. See you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.